This is Coach Lee. In this video, I'm going to answer the question, should you write a closure letter or a goodbye letter to your ex? Take a quick second and click the subscribe button below so that you can be notified when I have more videos like this. And that includes information on mindfulness, romance, dating, breakups, marriage, and relationships. A lot of people put in the comments below here on my YouTube channel that they want to know if they should send a closure letter to their ex or a letter in general to their ex trying to get them back. It's also something that people email me about quite a bit. And when I am taking coaching calls and people talk to me on a call, they will ask, should I send them a letter? Or what do you think coach Lee about sending my ex a letter? So I'm going to tell you what I think about that and what I've observed about that in my 20 years in the relationship recovery service. I do discuss this in my emergency breakup kit and you can get more information about that in the link below in the description area. So people often will tell me they want to send a closure letter to their ex and they want me to basically put my stamp of approval on it. And I will ask, why do you want to send them a letter? And a lot of times people will say, well, I need closure, which closure is defined if you look it up on Wikipedia or in a dictionary as a final answer, which People will sometimes say, yes, that's what I want. I want a final answer so I will know what to do. If I should move on with my life, if I should continue to wait on this person, they are saying to me that they want things to close, the book to close on whatever this is at the moment, which it's a breakup, it's a relationship, it's a pending future. They want the book to close so they can move on with their life. Now that's what they will tell me. However, if that's what you think you want, be careful. Be honest with yourself. Do you really want a final over and done with this is how it is answer or are you wanting to use this closure letter as a way of maybe being a Trojan horse, getting into your ex's heart again, thinking you can get them back by sending this closure letter? What are your true intentions? Because when I've gotten to the root of this with some people, a lot of them believe that this closure letter is sort of like rattling the cage, and yet it feels like it's not really breaking no contact because it's not a text, it's not a call, and so they kind of feel like maybe it's a loophole or a backdoor to the no contact rule, and that they can do something that makes them feel like they're accomplishing something, the illusion of achievement, without actually breaking the rule or hurting their standing in the situation. Now, a lot of you will say, no, I just want closure. I want to know if I can move on with my life or if I should be waiting on this person, which firstly, I would say, I don't like the idea of waiting on this person. Now, let me explain, because if you love this person, believe you two had something great and that they will come to their senses and you want that to happen very badly, it's okay to decide I'm going to wait this long and then I'm not necessarily going to force another relationship, but I'm going to start making preparations emotionally. I'm going to be open to the idea of that happening. That's the way you should do it. It doesn't mean that you are closed off and will never take your ex back or that you are not maybe still wanting that to happen if you're being honest. But what it does mean is that you are not just waiting endlessly forever on this person to come back to you. So you really don't need your ex to get that kind of closure because you can have a certain time when you decide you're done being singular in 
terms of no contact as far as only waiting on your ex to come back. You can still deep down feel that you want your ex to come back because I believe in honesty and genuineness. And if we're practicing that and you're practicing that with yourself, then sometimes you will have to admit, I would like it if he or she came back to me. And that's okay. It's okay to be real. It's okay to feel what you feel. That does not mean, however, that you necessarily just wait around and you don't allow other people to possibly show themselves as worthy to be in your life or that other romance could happen. You don't prevent that. So you don't need that kind of closure. And your ex should not be the one to decide that for you because when they broke up with you, they were giving you closure. They were saying, this is over. I want this to be over. I don't want to be with you anymore. Now, if they started coming back, if they started talking to you, even telling you they missed you, loved you, want you back, that's different. Obviously, you should slowly allow them to come back, to grow with them in this new relationship that's going to be different from the old one because the old one failed. But at least at the time when they broke up with you, what I call the breakup event, you received closure. It's not what you wanted, but it is what you were given. And that's one of the reasons that you hopefully went into no contact because this person was basically saying, I don't want you in my life anymore. I don't want to be a partner with you anymore. And so you have to let them experience that, as I talk about in a lot of other videos, including one that is specifically about closure, and it's entitled, Do You Need Closure? Or Should You Seek Closure from Your Ex? If important changes needed to be made, in other words, if your ex said, this is a bad thing, and I can't be with you if this is happening, and you choose not to change those, then you have closure as well, because that basically is telling your ex, even though you want to be back together with me, I don't want you enough to change. And if that's a positive trait you don't want to change, that's one thing. But if it's something that's important, that's another. And so you have to consider if closure was provided by you already. And if it has been provided and your ex is not seeking out, not trying to make things work in spite of whatever that was, then that's closure from their end as well. And just know that trying to force the hand of your ex, in other words, trying to make them make a decision right then when they're not ready, is usually a road you don't want to go down. The reason for that is, is that if your ex broke up with you, then at the moment, that's what they're leaning toward is not being with you. It may take a lot of time for them to realize they want to be with you, for them to see what life is like without you and to come back to their senses. So why would you want to force them to make a permanent decision at that moment when they're leaning toward being away from you. You know what that would likely be. So there's really no point. It's really a form of impatience to force your ex to make that decision. Secondly, how in the world could they make a permanent decision? We don't know what's going to happen in three months. We don't know what's going to happen in a year. We don't know how they're going to feel. You may be single, you may not, but we don't know what your ex is going to be feeling and what they realize and what they experience when they're not with you. And so why would you want to force them to make a permanent decision? You should not base what you do and base your life on their decision because they should not be able to decide for you. You decide at some point, whatever that point is, that you are not going to pursue this person anymore. Now, if you are using the no contact rule, then it doesn't look like you're pursuing them, 
but you actually are in a way because you're allowing them to experience the breakup and you're receptive to them coming back and you're using the no contact rule strategically. But you are in your heart waiting and open to them coming back and hoping they will if we're being honest. We could play tough and say that it doesn't matter. I'm going to go do whatever I want. I don't care if they come back. And that's the attitude you should have. I get that in an ideal world, but at the same time, is it really that good of a thing if you could have that attitude about this person? Was it really a great relationship if you can just kind of snap your fingers and move on? If you could just snap your fingers and go be romantic with someone else? That's not even emotionally healthy. And I talk about that in my video about whether or not your ex has moved on. I talk about what is healthy about moving on and when, and when it's actually unhealthy if you do it too quickly. But the bottom line is don't seek closure because if your ex is not with you right now, you already have as much as you need of closure. And all you're doing is going to come across to your ex as though you still want them back. And this is just an effort to maybe try to rattle the cage and see if they want to come back to you. See if you can kind of spark anything within them. They will usually see it that way. Even if you don't intend it to be that way or try to word it in a way that it doesn't seem like that, it will come across as you trying to get them back. And what that does is it allows them to think, believe, and feel that they could get you back at any moment. And so they don't have to deal with the consequences of the breakup, which means they don't know if they really want it or not because you are still an easy option for them. I talk more about this in my video, Does Your Ex Want You to Contact Them? Take a look at that. It'll be in the description below. Also, take a look at my emergency breakup kit. The link is in the description below. It's the culmination of my 20 years in the relationship recovery service. It's a powerful guide to getting your ex back. So take a look, the link below, to the emergency breakup kit. Now, some people will say, but if I write this letter and basically say to them, you need to make a decision, even though by breaking up with you and not being with you, they really already have, but in some situations, it's possible you're dealing with an ex who said, I don't know, I'm not sure, and those kinds of things. And so you figure that writing this letter that says, you need to decide now because I'm going to move on, might rattle them enough and help them to actually experience the loss that I talk about in stages your ex goes through during no contact, which is one of my videos. It's called Stages Your Ex Goes Through During No Contact. And one of those stages is where they feel the loss, the potential loss that you could quote, move on and that they could lose you forever. And so it forces them to actually realize your value. The thing is, that's not something that happens with a snap of a finger or a threat. It is something that has to come to them over time where they don't hear from you and they realize you could move on, that you're strong enough to stay away and they have to see what life's like without you. When you send a letter that basically says, you need to decide what you're going to do because I'm gonna move on, it comes across as manipulation. Like you're trying to make them come back to you in that moment. Now you can try to massage the wording and make it sound different, make it less direct in that area, but it's going to come across that way that you're trying to manipulate them into coming back to you by saying, I'm going to move on. You know, it's a threat. You better do something. I'm going to take me away from you forever. It sounds manipulative. Also, it can also end up hurting your chances long-term because they could believe, well, maybe there's another person in the picture. And so it could actually help them to move on because they could think, well, this person has moved on with someone else. I don't want to have to face rejection. And this letter maybe is telling me that they're moving on 
And if I do try to get back into the picture, it could be really difficult and they could end up just rejecting me. It's weird how that's happened. Because even if you say, I haven't moved on yet, but I want to, or I'm planning to, so you need to make up your mind, how many times the other person will think that there's someone else in the picture, even if there's not. And some people don't react well to that. I talk about this a lot in my emergency breakup kit, but this cliche Hollywood idea that your friends probably think is a terrific idea of making your ex jealous can oftentimes push them away because they don't want to have to compete for you and feel like you're angry at them for breaking up with you and that you would likely reject them. And that if there's somebody else, then they don't want to embarrass themselves. They just want to kind of leave you alone maybe hope a little bit for the future, but eventually move on themselves. A lot of people will still tell you, a lot of people who claim to be coaches will try to get you to use jealousy, to post pictures of you on dates, thinking it's gonna work. It can work with certain personalities a minority of the time, but the large numbers, the percentages, 20 years in this industry, I can tell you, most of the time it just blows up in your face. They either think you're trying to make them jealous, which is the worst possible outcome, because then they see it as manipulative, they see you as fake, they see you as immature. Or another bad situation is they see that you're with somebody and they give up. They just think, I've blown it, and I'm gonna to have to just deal with what I've done because they're with somebody else, and they are intimidated by that, and they don't know what to do about it, and they think you'll reject them, so they feel like they're just in front of a wall and they never reach out to you even though they want to. And so that's because you tried to show them you were with somebody else to make them jealous to get them back and you actually pushed them away. So don't try the jealousy strategy because it's a terrible strategy. It does not work like you think it would and like Hollywood portrays it to work or your friends who are obviously experts. If you did something wrong that caused the breakup, if you've apologized to your ex already, you don't do it again in a closure letter expecting different results because it just makes you look like you're begging, pleading, like you're trying something again, like a toddler in a toy store wanting a toy and who's been told no and he or she just keeps crying and begging and pleading and saying the same thing over and over again and expecting they're going to get it this time. It will make you look immature, but it will also make it look like you're trying to beg and plead, which is a sign of weakness it lowers your attraction because if you have to beg someone, as I've explained in other videos, that person is basically your dictator. It means they have all the power. If you have to beg, it means you have no power. They have the power. Sort of like if a dictator was to say, all of your income, mine. Your property, mine. And you have no recourse because they're a dictator. They can do whatever they want. You're not protected. You have no rights. And so all you can do is beg. You can throw yourself at the mercy of the crown like they used to say, and hope that this dictator will have mercy on you because you have no other way to get your things, to have your life back, to get what you want. So don't make your ex your dictator, and that's what you do when you beg. When you beg them, you're basically saying, you have all the power and I'm at your mercy. That's not attractive, and it's not respectful to yourself, which also is not attractive. So if you've already apologized, don't do it again, especially if you've done it more than once. It's okay to do it twice, but beyond that, you have to have some sort of reach out, some sort of olive branch from your ex. There has to be forgiveness in order for it to work, even if that's a slow process. There has to be some sort of progress in that area. And so don't think you can send a letter apologizing this final dramatic time and it work. That being said, there are times 
when if you feel like you have nothing to lose and you just want to do this, that it's okay. For example, if you went into no contact immediately following the breakup, that means by the next day, and it's been a couple of months. At that point, if you wanted to write a letter, basically telling this person how you feel and that you are willing to give it another try, you'd love to have coffee with them sometime, just reach out and let you know, then that's something that has produced decent results. Decent. Now, ideally, it's still the best by far that your ex reach out to you. But the letter, sending the letter, and letting that be the final as far as what you will do is really the only way that this could possibly work. You don't beg, you don't plead, you just basically say that you are still open, that you think that the two of you were very good together, and that you love them. And you hope that the two of you could talk about this, maybe have coffee, or just catch up. Now, that's not what I recommend most of the time. It's the minority of the time by far. But some people just feel like they have to communicate one last time with their ex, and they want to do it in letter form because they can get it all out, and it's not going to be a giant text on the phone, and it's not going to be the potential, at least, does not exist to where their ex can reject them by not returning a text. And so it's a little bit more of a passive type of thing. I'm still not a huge fan of it, but it does have some mixed results where it works okay. It at least can sometimes result in a text and people getting together for coffee and at least getting the ball rolling, getting a little bit of a face-to-face, -face, opening up the lines of communication in a way that's not begging and not pleading and is just sort of direct. And here's the very important part. It's after you've done at least two months, ideally two and a half months of no contact so that they've had time to experience the breakup, they've had time to miss you, they can see that you can stay away, you've kept your dignity, you've allowed them to experience missing you. You've allowed them to experience missing you and going through that, that time where seconds move slower and their phone is not buzzing with a text from you. Get more information on my emergency breakup kit. It's linked to in the description below. It's a powerful guide. It can help you get your ex back. It gets into much more detail than I do in my videos. Also, click the subscribe button below so that you can be notified when I have more videos on relationships, attraction, and mindfulness. If you like this video, please click the like button below and leave a comment if you have a question or if you want to support people in the community below who are going through breakups. That's a powerful thing to do. And you can refer them to other videos I have where I maybe answer a question that they have. This has been Coach Lee, and as always, thank you for watching.